there's that there's that you know phrase where you know uh, always be kind because every, uh, everyone's got a, a going through a struggle or um, has a story that you know nothing about, um, and and it's it's so true. It it and I'm sure it's a lot of it's influenced. Uh, you know, watching my father uh, as a child. Um, struggle with uh, mental illness um, and you know there's there was always uh, particularly where I, where 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 I grew up again where I was born I certainly didn't grow up in Oklahoma um, there was always uh, addiction uh, mental health issues, uh, trauma. There, it was, it was, it was a completely, it's a completely different family dynamic in southeastern Oklahoma. I don't know why. There's nothing necessarily right or wrong about it. It's just the culture. Um, and then it eventually led to uh, my own personal struggles with. Uh, it's interesting. When you're bipolar, particularly the the the, the manic portion of it, um, <clears throat> which is where most people saw me most of the time, and like, wow, what's going on with this guy? He's 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 just kinetic. It's just it's it's constant. I didn't understand it. Didn't care to think about it. I just did it, and there was nothing wrong with it. Especially in your twenties, I mean, it was your it was your superpower. It's like let me go on stage, let's go. And why they call it manic depressive, bipolar. Eventually, that's going to crash. Now that's the ugly, ugly, ugly darkness of uh, the disorder. And particularly bipolar depression, it's 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 profoundly different than uh, 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 someone who is suffering from from just depression, because people who are depressed can be prescribed an antidepressant. There are other things you can do. Uh, you can't do that with the bipolar because they're already so jacked up. That, and I've had doctors make the mistake. Oh well, here's here's this, here's this. I was a guinea pig. Try this, try this. Lost my mind every time I took one, and I didn't know why. I, I didn't know why, but I was. I got to where I was so so sick, and it was. It was probably five years into being in LA. And then at that point, I was working a lot. Um, and I, I got to a point where I, I just had to quit because I couldn't audition. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And, uh, but through the journey of becoming well again mm -hmm. and understanding darkness, so clear and understanding suicidal ideation and understanding um, the intense 
uh, darkness and hopelessness to where you, if you're lucky enough, you come out of it and you've learned to stabilize it and learn not only learn how to cope with it, but how to actually use it to your advantage. Um, but because of what I went through and how I came out and literally metaphysically, metaphorically woke up to presence, I had the ability to look back on and go, I don't think people truly, truly understand the struggles that every human being deal with, maybe on a daily basis, regardless if they're bipolar or not. There's the, so many things impact our behavior and who, how we deal and cope with yeah. daily circumstances. I'm interested in those people. I'm interested in telling their stories. I'm interested in revealing that, and I think we talked about it briefly in chat, that, uh, you know, I'd like it to be as common to walk into a room, and I do it, but I like it to be common, you know, if, 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 if that, hey, uh, um, I'm bipolar and I, I suffer from acute anxiety disorder because of it, and I'm also a highly sensitive artist, so I, I function a little differently than most people. So. Uh, me actually doing the work or, or writing work, it, it comes, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily easy for me, but it, it comes to me uh, organically and celestially to where I can execute it. But me in sitting in this room with five of you on leather couches, putting a lot of pressure on me, if I could have 20 seconds, that'd be great. So I can just break the ice and do what you need me to do. Uh, that's not not even allowed you're probably gonna not even gonna get the job because you said it i don't need the crazy person on set but if i walked in and said you know what uh my blood sugar's low i have diabetes if i could have 20 seconds just to so i can uh, you know or uh, i'm on cancer medication uh i'm going through chemotherapy so if i can have you know 10 minutes not a problem oh oh i'm so sorry i'd prefer that we look at people that are broken and uh, there's a long history of artists um, that particularly ones in their 20s and that's about when it hit me really hard um, that their disorder uh, whatever it is is probably the source of their gift yeah. they're, they're remarkably creative people but you could, there's a long history of these broken people that you could look at and go, I can't believe this person didn't make it past 27. And I look at it and go, I know exactly why they didn't make it at 27. They didn't have the coping skills to deal with who they were. Nobody has the coping skills at 27 to deal with that shit. Nobody. Right. So I would rather tell, like when I see these biopics, um, I get so frustrated and I can't watch them. Like I hated Elvis. I just couldn't watch it because uh, it's, it was a similar with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like, you know what? Why, why don't we look at 
why they're gone. They're, the struggles. Let me understand them more. Let me really get in. People go, oh, that's too dark. People don't want to see that. You don't know what people want to see. Show how Freddie Mercury had uh, struggles and why he was so damn gifted. Uh, Elvis, when his mother died, was one of he's he even said it one of the most profound moments of his life. And when they told the story, he just I think a scene was he was in his mother's closet or holding on his sleeve or something like really seriously that's what you're going to give him. No, it was only sentimental and you know manipulative. It didn't reveal anything to me. Yeah. It broke the man. It broke him. Yeah. So I'm interested. <clears throat> probably will spend the rest of my life telling stories about uh, people that I think most people wouldn't even give a second glance on the street. Yeah. Or may label them like stay away from them. They're crazy. Uh, I, I want to, I, I like those people. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> so empathizing. So, so, so if you look in, in short, and I'm not going to give away in Buck Tussle, but be, because we're talking about Buck Tussle, mm -hmm. if you look at what these two men did, if you just listed what they did, their actions. Mm -hmm. Shot, you know, a farmer shot the but the lady or, yeah the other one shot somebody else i mean they're criminals yeah they're murderers they're 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 addicts um where that's all you're going to hear about yeah yeah my goal in telling the story was i'm hoping that <clears throat> you forgot all about that you started understanding about the relationship of these two guys actually and yeah. not and empathizing with them <clears throat> and even if you don't empathize with them at least you understanding them and where they came from and that's the goal and you almost forget about oh these are really not really good people i did i did forget about it actually i, I barely kind of even thought about the bank teller that was shot because I'm so I'm like who are these people like that's that's what I wanted to know as a viewer and then okay let's do a little segue into Tutu Grande um because I think um you kind of flipped the script there right I mean is that kind of a way to put it like it's it's almost like so the crime was the rape but actually the story is this the father trying to get consequences um i love that word that you use in the movie the consequences um you need to know there need to be consequences um so um and what are those consequences it i mean that's that's something i love to explore i've done a lot of research on the death penalty and 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 uh I've always thought to myself, you know, in studies that is that really a consequence? I mean, it's certainly an option yeah. for many states. 
uh, eye for an eye. It's like, this is the way it's going to go, man. Um, and But I did explore with that story. I want, because again, you are looking at a, a, a rapist and you're looking at a father and if you if you if you kind of delve into the character of the father a little bit you probably get to understand that he's probably not a very good person either and yeah. this is going to probably not going to end very well um but what it came to uh initially when i wrote started writing the the dialogue essentially it was a monologue at that point about consequences and about trauma mm -hmm. and about you know uh, uh, what are these consequences and he goes through them and uses examples of what trauma could be do you understand trauma what trauma you know trauma Well, when when you they get hit in that <laughs> like that and but when getting to to the ending was uh wasn't a trick i mean there's a lot of writers who love to make a surprise twist for the sake of having a surprise twist and sometimes i think they're fine sometimes i'm like that's just a trick and i could have written anybody could have written that in fact there was a complete alternate ending to bug tussle that we should talk about one time but <clears throat> what you have to look at whose whose story is tutu grande i mean is it is it the rapist? Is it the father? Who's growing? Who's changing in that story? And that's when I consciously went, the father probably under any other circumstance or any other time of this circumstance, we pretty probably pretty sure what this man's going to do. This is this is going to be something um, that he's going to have a pretty violent response to. But that didn't interest, interest me so much. What interested me was how could he possibly grow from this? And not only grow as himself from experiencing trauma himself, but how could he actually help the young man truly understand and truly have a impact forever impact and trauma that's when i finally came up with ending like oh i got i got it and that's when i revealed the 
the ending that it yeah i think people are often surprised like whoa didn't expect that but it was more that i wanted to explore another way of outside of violence outside of you know uh the, the typical ways we deal with this is maybe this is his way of forgiving this young man but not without a consequence he's going to go like he says i'm going to go home and I'm gonna go take care of my little girl and he does and maybe that's not something he would have normally done i believe stories should should try to capture uh the climaxes of life the extraordinary moments of someone's life uh, and i think this was a very 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 important for all the characters involved a, a significant moment in their lives that likely changed them all forever and it's um it's a it, it's it's not a um it's it's not always not it's not i don't people say things that, are, that it's a challenging it's suspenseful it's intense you know and i don't think about things like that when i write i i write about challenging material but i don't think about it as challenging material i go straight to the gut cuz i don't see light without extreme darkness so that's just where i go because of what we talked about earlier we have to see the darkness we have to see even with the the new script i mean it doesn't get much darker in a human's being's life to where he's at right now at the beginning of this film um and exploring how they're going to get out of it uh, that's character in conflict where it's the, start with the darkness and the, the perhaps the tragedy and, and and then take them to a journey to where maybe we don't know exactly what's going to happen but at least we saw them try to get out of it and that's where i start layers and layers and layers of of uh of a biography that's as specific as yours and mine and then add a bunch of other layers that um uh, are are damaged wow okay um so where how did you get into filmmaking where where did it start for you um so at this you know, after uh, graduate school, uh, you know, I, I started working right away. Um, graduated in 94. I think I got my SAC card in 95. Uh, I started working consistently. Uh, and so as an actor, you know, being, uh, you know, in, in film and television, commercials, music videos, et cetera, um, it was interesting is is it never really was enough uh theater was always plenty 
because you, you've got six weeks of rehearsal sometimes, three weeks of rehearsals, just depending on the production. You get time to develop these characters. You really get time to rehearse with the other people. And it, it it's a much more gratifying experience for me as, as an artist. Uh, yeah. Oftentimes, if, if, if you you really dive into a character and really dive into the story uh, the moment once you reach the green room when the production's over and the show's over there's an exhilaration there that that it's almost impossible to explain that it's this is what i'm supposed to do this i've just emptied a vessel i've just left everything i have on the stage Film television rarely gives you that opportunity. John will tell you the same thing. John even mentioned that Bug Tussle is like one of the most challenging things he's done in 33 years. And that's why theater offers and so many, uh, you know, uh, celebrity actors uh, go back to the theater because that's where they're challenged. But <clears throat> so I was after I uh, quit in L.A., you know, due to illness and and some other factors. Um, a lot of it was because I didn't like it. I, 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 I think part of maybe my depression was just like, okay, I'm on TV, I'm, on, I'm doing movies, I'm doing whatever, whatever kid in Oklahoma dreamed about doing, but there's nothing satisfying. I did do that my first play, and I think I sent you a page of some of the reviews and I won lots of awards and nominated for one of the biggest ones in Southern California. Leslie Jordan, do you do you know Leslie Jordan, the actor who recently passed? He'd actually won that category that year, um, and we we'd become friends during 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 that that time. But that play, they they actually the director went to the actor studio and said, "I need a young actor. I need the best young actor you guys got." And they said, you need Eric Sitter. So I didn't even audition for the play. He said, it's all yours. You came highly recommended. I said, I don't know, man. I didn't come to LA to do theater. Uh, let me read the script. So I read the script and I read, as soon as I read it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do this. And he told me who some of the other actors were in, in it. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I said, let's, let's do it. So that was a uh, very gratifying experience uh, and uh, quite challenging and rewarding. Um, that was uh, that, that was two thousand one, the Dead Boy. The play, yeah, the Dead Boy by Joseph Pintaro. Okay. Yep. And Steve Stephen Nichols and uh, Cyril O'Reilly was in it as well, uh, and and the place it was packed so loud every night because of Stephen Nichols. Because wow. he oh. was—he's a soap star. Okay, you played. You know, he's a fine actor. He's a fine actor as well. Yeah. But um, he, you know, he was Patch on Days of Our Lives. I mean, it was—it was Patch, and he was a big deal. Oh, People okay. were traveling from all over the country to see this play. Oh. Yeah. And um, and we even had to extend it. In fact, it, it, it even we were running during nine eleven. Oh wow! We we actually had to cancel for a week, and had to determine if we we're going to continue doing this or not because different world now. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But 
when when my wife and I ha had our daughter and we decided, okay, that LA's done. I'm I'm done with LA. Uh, there's nothing here for me. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. And um, so, in short, is during my my own recovery process of understanding bipolar disorder and understanding medication and how to stabilize and how to use it. I had, it was about a five year nasty, nasty, nasty struggle that I had to figure out. And that's when it eventually led to uh, teaching again and to Volcanic Theater Pub and doing more theater and doing theater on my terms and doing the theater well. I'm directing this play and I'm also in it by default because I can't, I don't have a, the luxury of a lot of actors living in Bend, Oregon. And that's when I started just doing plays and plays and plays and plays. And then I've always been interested in, in making film, but how it first started was one of these 72 hour film challenges. I said, you know what, just like the putting on the hits thing, you know, I, I had the, driving around in my red firebird in the 80s and if something comes on the radio i'm like hey, i'm gonna do that yeah but something came up that hey 72 hour film challenge and i'm like you know what i can do this let's do it and you go and you sit on a thursday evening and they give you a theme or a line or whatever and then you have 72 hours you have to submit by 8 p.m on sunday night so that's when i made my first film and um then i was hooked because i knew i could do it as actor director and writer i knew i could um i always knew i could direct and act particularly in the theater mm -hmm. it was uh one of my heroes is gary sinise you know he did that a ton at steppenwolf mm -hmm. <clears throat> And my and, and for filmmaking, it was always my model was always Sling Blade. Like, well, this is a bit about Thornton. This he's no slouch. I mean, he wrote, directed, and starred in this thing, and he made it for a million bucks. Like that's impressive. And he also had a twenty-minute short of the film prior to doing the feature. Oh, and wow. I thought, oh, this is this is the perfect model. Like kind of cut your chops uh, as a writer and as a director in some shorts and then eventually you know jump into a feature and see where it takes you but you know you know you're it's it's all everything's a learning process but once I did the first short uh, micro 72 hour challenge I'm like yeah uh, Okay. particularly when you write it, it it is challenging work it's it's satisfying to dive into these characters and what's really cool about it and i don't know how a lot of other actors work but uh when i'm doing a play um particularly if the character is <laughs> um quite broken and very damaged um, you know my recovery process from those characters were never pleasant uh, I, I really didn't have the coping uh, mechanisms or the, uh, I wasn't really equipped 
to deal with leaving the character. Uh, that's not how I work. I jump in and I stay in. And when you when you stay in and you believe the circumstances of these characters and their history and you dive into it and you truly believe it, your body responds accordingly. And you will get sick if you dive into these. So I had to also learn mm. um, during the, uh, uh, and this was being in and out of uh, psych wards, learning how to cope with just playing these characters. So the thing about film and shooting film and writing for film is, all right, I only have to do this twice. <laughs> Unlike a play, I'm gonna have to do this for three months. And I'm not gonna make it because there's no play. There's no pretend with me. I don't. What do you mean twice? I don't. I don't understand. Well, two takes. Oh, okay. okay. I'm gonna go to this scene and do it in two takes. Okay. So you guys better get it because it's all I got. Unlike in a play, you're going to go deal with them circumstances, you know, for, depends on the, the, the play, of course, but you're going to deal with uh, a six-week run, maybe more if it gets extended. And a lot of actors um, are equipped and trained to where they're solid at going in and have a technically proficient performance and go out, do their thing, go to the green room, go out to the party, go home, whatever they want to do. I don't have that ability. Still don't. I have to recover because I'll, I'll be in the green room and I'll be a wreck. So the good thing about film and why I'm pushing more towards uh, writing challenging material with film, one, it's satisfying to jump in those circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's rewarding to... Um, tell the stories with other artists uh, that are all on the same page trying to execute this story. And um, the recovery process is much shorter because, you know, uh, even in one particular scene in Bug Tussle, uh, for, for me, was particularly difficult. And I didn't say difficult, but unpleasant experience to go through. Pop, 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 poke a fucking heart. Pop, 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 suck it, you wheel. I'll kick hey, your ass. Hey, 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 you want to tell a story? No, you tell it, baby. Then shut the fuck up, you weird son of a bitch. Go to Disneyland. You never told me that. Well, I mean, it was going to be a surprise. All the bright lights, the rides, you know, Mickey Mouse, Space Mountain. Mad tea party. 4K? Yeah, sure. <coughs> Mama never took me anywhere. No. She took me to Kern County Fair once, bought me a pickle. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only had to do it twice. Then it was okay. Yeah. I've learned that, yeah, when you're running a play, you know, it's 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 you know, it's it's 
it's weeks of rehearsals and then weeks of performance. You get on set, John and I rehearsed a lot prior to, like in Zoom like this, and uh, and in person in Los Angeles. So we kind of knew the dynamics of the scenes before we jumped on set, which is pretty rare. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spit dark. Oh, oh, there we go. Because um, there are so many streams that I want to follow. Like your life is, I mean, it's talk about telling stories. Like you've got a lot of stories in there. Um, like, but I, I, I love how earlier you mentioned how playwriting and theater, that was your inspiration more than anything else with the filmmaking it all came out of like playwrights are more of an inspiration to you than um than other filmmakers even and um and and now you mentioned it again how the theater is so much more interesting to you even as a writer and as a filmmaker than anything you ever did in LA and I totally get that because I mean I how can I not like theater is much more interesting than anything we could see on TV. But- um, Oh, in the light, and you're in a room, a little small black box theater, which I prefer. Yeah. And uh, you're in that room. Yeah. And you see uh, these characters right there, maybe 10, 15 feet from you, talking at the volume you and I are right now. And it's so brutally honest and so, so 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 genuine and so authentic that it's inescapable so they can't help but become involved and that's one thing i love about the theater uh, is the, the sweat and the tears the struggle the triumphs it's it's right there and i think as an attendee as an artist as a performer everybody involved that's inside that room that's a magical place. Yeah. If you can somehow capture that in in a, in a film, um, and I think it's possible. Like a lot of people like to label my work intense, and I never I never think about that. I don't I don't think about what intense is. I don't even know what that means. Oh, it's so edgy. I'm like, oh, it's like Reservoir Dogs. Not really, uh, but whatever. Uh, everybody needs a label, but. You're 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 right. I and, and okay. it's even if you look at the first two, like if you look at Tutu Grande and Buck Tussle, they were written more like you know shooting theater. Yeah, definitely. When Brain Slut is like the opposite. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's it's very visual. Thank you for that segue, by the way. <laughs> you want to talk about Brain Slut now? We can go there. <laughs> 